Mic check one, two, one, two. It's so Seven. messy over here. I just threw this together. Now there's good job. lime juice, but it smells good at least. Just where there's there's work going on next door, guys. Just in case, uh, in, just in case you hear it. Why does it sound so loud to me? Oh, wait, there we go. Because there we go. There we go. I'm speaking directly to your soul and not just your ears. Aww, yeah, yes. Um, let me tell you about my nightmare I had this morning. Are we recording now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, shut up. Don't tell me anything unless Save we're recording it, it for the podcast. We're rolling. Um, yeah, no, I would never tell you something without being recorded. Um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, – uh, I had a nightmare this morning. I woke up at 6 o'clock because mm. the cats woke up. Uh, and uh, I went back to sleep. And then I had a dream that I forgot to come to the podcast recording, which then woke me up and made me realize I hadn't set an alarm. So <laughs> – I it was the most useful dream ever. <laughs> had this weird feeling this morning because I woke uh-huh. up early and then turned my alarm off because I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. And so I was like, I have a feeling Tammy might not come to the podcast. I we and, yep. like why would you not come? So that's why I texted you. Hey, are you doing the drink today? Yeah. You're and I was not like, please wrong. write back. Please write back. You're not wrong. Also, uh, you know what's funny is I was up at that point when you had texted me, but mm-hmm. my phone didn't. Didn't ding. Because I almost texted you, too. I almost <gasps> texted you to be like, hey, guess what? I had a nightmare this morning. <laughs> My God. Um, Something was trying to get you to not come here. Oh, no. Your subconscious. Yeah. 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 Or just I was sleepy. Yeah, yeah. I was sleepy, <laughs> too. We made it. We made it's it. Memorial Day on the day of this mm-hmm. recording. And, you know, I'm just... Just feeling so patriotic. Yeah, we made it. We made it. Uh, Remembering all of the the never forgetting men and women who have fallen for our country and are now haunting many cemeteries oh. and old buildings. Why didn't we do <gasps> the obscure war ghosts yeah. today? Today it should have been obscure war ghosts. Well, we've got a pre-plan now. I yeah. know we're bad at this. The, the, our topic today has nothing to do with Memorial Day. You know what we're bad at? Planning. Banshees and booze. Oh, this is Banshees and booze. <laughs> a paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Speaking of liquid courage, yeah. I have to clear the air. Mm-hmm. I just have to come forward and say, oh no, last week's podcast, <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> so, I showed up with a with a buzz. I left drunk, <laughs> and I'm apologizing. Because I don't know why I show I know up for this, this thing drunk half the time. I know, but there's I I'm always in such deep denial when I'm drunk. I'm like mm. I'm one of those people. I'm not drunk. I'm <laughs> you're stupid. And so the whole time, so I'm editing the podcast last week's uh-huh. podcast, which at this point, when you guys are listening to this, yeah. you've already heard it. It's the shortest podcast we've had because I was editing she it. Viciously cut herself. Well, I decided to edit out all of the times I repeated the same story twice. <laughs> Turns out there was about 20 minutes worth of that. <laughs> it is so bad, Tammy. You can hear me progressively uh-huh. going from, oh, she's just being a little goofy to flat out not understanding what was happening. I think there were times I feel like I remember 
kind of just watching you a little bit and being like, she's gone. Hmm. <laughs> but, that was really bad. But, you know, it's not your fault. I've set a terrible example. I come here drunk all the time. But Boy, I, I'll tell you. Amy, I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah, I'm now back to being an amateur. I because live half my life drunk. So, yeah, you, you know, can handle. do not try this at home. You can handle. I, you know what? I got a little too crazy at yep. my royal wedding viewing brunch. Yep. And, um poured a very heavy Moscow mule afterwards. <laughs> like, it was all vodka. And I was like, this is delicious. I'm loving this. Yep. So by the end of that that podcast, I think I might have edited it out too because you, like, did a callback to something we had just talked about. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, you're like, literally the story I told you 15 <laughs> minutes ago. I was like, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I think it was, like, the part clown. of my research. Yeah. And I was like, um. I think that drunkenness makes me, like, have, like – like temporary dementia I mean or something it's bad it was good to know bad. if you need to make Amy sign any paperwork against her will just get her a little drunk oh, start with the champagne yeah. and then get into hard mm-hmm. liquor speaking of hard liquor oh girl what do we have here well <laughs> it's a very creative drink mm-hmm. um I uh, okay so this week our theme is haunted toys and dolls um and so you know that's real hard to come up with the drink for i'm just gonna throw it out there good point so i was spitballing spitballing okay dolls toys children uh parents uh drinking how what okay great i got it so this is based off of um like a play date all right oh my god and i'm calling this no that's mommy's coke (laughs) (laughs) So this is a Diet Coke, a liberal pouring of white rum, and a little lime so you can tell it's not for the kitties. So keep your hands off. Oh, my God. No, no that's, that's Mommy's, mommy's Coke. Coke. Cheers. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. Okay, good. Oh, man. Um, I got so scared doing this research. I'm going to move this back yeah. so I can see you better. I love it when there. you do that. It makes me feel really special. No, because now I can see your beautiful face better. I've got a face for podcasting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got super, super, super scared when I was doing my research. And I accidentally stayed in a haunted hotel this weekend in San Diego. I've stayed there before. It's very old school and I love it. I love it so much. And then come to find out it was haunted. I think. So I didn't want to do my research while I was there because I didn't want to conjure up some shit, you know? Yeah. Um, tried a new coping mechanism though. Cause you know, I don't sleep well in hotels at all and then I feel everything. So I'll feel the residual energy of the guests, of the ghosts, of everything. Mm-hmm. And this is like a really, really cool hotel, but the rooms are pretty dumpy and the walls are thin, but it's an awesome hotel. It's, I'm just going to say it's the Lafayette Swim Club and Bungalows in San Diego. And it's so cool. It looks exactly as it probably did in the 40s. Aww. It used to be like a hot spot for like Hollywood celebrities and like the 50s and stuff. And it's just awesome. So um, I couldn't fall asleep because I was all paranoid and stuff. And I brought my crystals. I saged. I did the whole shebang. And so I tried a new coping mechanism and it worked. Mm. I smoked the uh, oh. a little bit of this marijuana, mm. and it was indica, and it calmed me down. Oh my! My heart rate was normal. My breathing was steady, mm-hmm. and then I smoked three more times, and then I finally <laughs> fell asleep. Wow! Yeah, it worked. It worked. I was I woke up a lot during the night because of just noises in the mm-hmm. hotel, and I was able to fall right back asleep. My adrenal glands were functioning as they mm-hmm. should. 
It was a lifesaver, and I am well-rested. I mean, it's California. We're allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, mine's really for medicinal purposes. Yeah. I have a problem. You have a card. You have a card. I do too, have a card. You? Yes. But I don't use it mm-hmm. because... I'm like, I don't know. I, had to, I don't know what my limits are yet. Yeah. Still learning. I, yeah, I I have had good experiences and bad experiences. Ditto. And I, uh, yes. I was uh, texting you in the middle of one of my bad experiences one time. That's when I convinced you to go uh-huh. with me to ghost hunt That's at my right. boss's house. I was like, I'm <laughs> trying weed. The weed. I was like, what are you doing on Sunday? Can we, uh, do you want to come with me? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. And then I immediately got extremely paranoid. Oh, uh, yeah. And it the was paranoia, not good. Paranoia is the, the worst. It reminded me, honestly, which it's so funny because I know it does, it can work so well for anxiety and everything like that, but it reminded me of when I had severe anxiety. The mm. way my anxiety would manifest mm. was just like a very, very, I, I wouldn't have named it paranoia. I just, I call it that because that's what you think of when yeah, you think yeah. of weed. But it's like a very just like a low grade like fire inside of my body that like I hate everything and everyone, you know, and like it's just everything's wrong and, you you know, like that. And that's kind of how it happened. And I I just got like very, very quiet because I was like, if I open my mouth, I'm going to start 14 fights. (laughs) Weed is not supposed to do it's that. Not supposed to do that. Yeah, no, no one fights on. on I think on Mary I, Jane. I think I, I think I smoked too much. I think mm-hmm. I did too good of a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yep, you did too good. You're too just, good at this. I'm just trying. You know what I'm really good at? Drinking. Drinking. So, who do you want to go first? Um, yeah. I, I don't know I who should. you did. Do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, I will. That wasn't an answer to your question. That's okay. I kind of slurred it, but that's the Amy normal slur. That's it's not norm- the yeah, we're that's not. mommy's Coke slur. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not drunk yet. Um, <laughs> I can't. I arrived sober today because it's 10 a.m. So, um, I will plead the fifth. Uh, so <laughs> I was out last night. So you were. Um, I uh, okay. So I I went. I I, I called a little bit of an audible. I hope I hope you'll I hope you'll enjoy it because I was looking around. I knew I knew which one you were doing, and uh, I was looking around and the stuff I was finding. Like I get it, you guys. It's a ghost podcast, but like so much of it just seemed so very made up that yes. I was like, yeah. I just this is boring to me. Or it was like one story about a thing, mm-hmm. or it was even somebody being like, I had this one thing, and it wasn't like a famous thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like I, I had found that too, yeah. one story, and it was kind of a shame, but it, I don't know. It kind of it repeated itself, like it was Amy after the royal wedding. Oh. <laughs> burn, burn! I just spit on my chin. Sick ass burn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, um, so what I uh, what I stumbled upon in my my googling uh, was, hey Amy, did you know there is a haunted Toys R Us? <laughs> Shut your mouth! Uh huh. Is it in Massachusetts? Is it no. built on top of an old insane asylum? Uh, no. Dave Snookwit. I mean. I can't wait to tell you about it. Haunted Toys R Us, Tammy. This is amazing. It's in California. Shut up. It's in Sunnyvale. So it's like Bay Area. 
Well, we can't go. Because they're all closing. Because they're all closing. They're all closing. So I go buy some toys. Exactly. So I found all these uh, uh, articles because they were like, well, what's going to happen to the ghost? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Can't wait to tell you about it. Can't wait to chug some of this. Mm -hmm. No, that's mommy's Coke. I'm really enjoying this. Mm -hmm. Got a little lime on my mustache. It's great. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very I good. Just dropped a tiny piece of ice onto my lap. Mm. Cool. Oh, now who's got the cold, wet crotch? Um, <laughs> See, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Yay! So most of this is uh, from an article in the Bay Area News Group. It's by Patrick May. Thank you, Patrick May. I'm mostly just going to read your article. Great. I pulled in some stuff from other places as well. But here was the first crazy thing. It first opened its doors in 1970. In 1970. Wow. That's a really long, like, to yeah. think of, like, a, a retail store. Yeah. Like, wow. You wouldn't think that. But, yeah, in 1970, um, it's at 130 East El Camino Real, <laughs> in case anybody wants to go there. Yes. Um, uh, but ever since it opened, there were already stories of the paranormal happening there. Mm. Um uh, specifically, uh, okay, it's, hold on, I'm just going to read what he says because he, he's a good writer. Good. Um, it has generated scores of spooky stories with employees over the years telling tales of items flying from the shelves for no reason and water faucets turning on and off without the use of a human hand. And that's not all. Staff and customers alike have reported multiple incidents of what they believe to be a haunting. The ghost hunting community online is chock full of stories from clerks and shelf stalkers hearing their names whispered to them or feeling cold breezes and seeing objects move around on their own. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. The women's bathroom in particular. Hello. Gee. Hello. Tell me more. I mean, shocker, shocker. Um, The women's bathroom in particular seems especially spooky because the sink's faucet taps turn on by themselves. And some female employees, (laughs) I don't like this part, (laughs) said they experienced what felt like some invisible being playing with their hair. No! 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 Don't do it. No, no. That's why I always sleep with my hair in a bun when I go to bed in hotels because I'm afraid that a ghost is going to touch my hair. That is so specific. It is. Remember when we did the ghost hunt and I put my hair in a tight bun? You did. I said, I don't want it messing with my hair. And I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody have any scissors? (laughs) Let me get rid of this. Dude, that's so fucked up. I wonder Um, if it's a woman or a man. Well. Oh, girl. So in uh, uh, 2007, a piece on (laughs) Snopes.com, which is a fact-checking site, which Mm -hmm. I was like, way to go, Snopes.com, for taking on this. Um, This guy named O'Brien worked at the store for 18 years stocking shelves. He said, I don't believe in ghosts. But you feel a breeze behind you. Um, <laughs> and someone calls your name and there's nobody's there. <laughs> Funny things happen. <laughs> so what so, do you believe hi, in, O'Brien? Brian? I just need to tell you that you believe in ghosts, friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Snopes report talks about uh, a toy truck specifically that would leap off the shelf and balls that would bounce down the aisle. Oh. Children's books would fly off racks and baby swings would move on their own. <gasps> I know. That would be too much for there's me. There's the chill. I, I would be done. Like you just walk by and it's just going. Okay. No, and then the bouncy you. balls too. It makes me think of the shining. It's the ball yes. rolling down the hall, like a long hallway. Mm-hmm. Of- no. No, 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 no
uh, and O'Brien says that many people have the experience. It's not just one or two of us. It's like pretty much everybody. And it's been open since the 1970s, so the ton of people have worked there. Oh, my God. Okay. The Scary Store's moment of fame came in 1978 when psychic Sylvia Brown held a seance there for the first time. Um, have you ever read any Sylvia Brown's books or no. anything? Uh-uh. She's written like, it's got to be like 50 books. Wow. Yeah. Like literally you'll go through and she's just churning them out. Ooh. So she's like big time. She's super big time. The big, the big guns. Yeah. She's okay. super big time. Yeah. yeah. And a ton of, you know uh, – ghost hunting shows of film there and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. So there is a photo that was taken during the seance. Everyone's sitting around in a circle. I've seen the photo. Okay. Everyone's sitting around in a circle. Okay. Uh, it's taken with an infrared-sensitive camera. The photo shows the seated group sitting together with a figure standing in the back watching. No one present remembers anyone during the seance. Okay. So, and I've seen this picture, and I was like, yeah, like, bro just got up. Like, it's just a person. Right. It's literally right. just a person standing there. I'm like, uh-huh. Um, however, there are multiple cameras pointed at the seance, and the other two cameras, there's nobody there. <laughs> I'll show you the picture. I'll show you the picture. We'll, we'll post, add it on yeah. Instagram. We'll post it later. It's oh, like, I was like, because I was like, and then I kept reading. I was like, what? <laughs> And then I was oh like, my God. I can't look at it again. I can't. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, no, no. <gasps> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's so scary. Okay. So Sylvia Brown is like a very channeling medium. Like she comes in with she, – she's got – she's getting the facts. Okay. Yeah. She gets the facts. Got it. So um, Brown uh, said Johnson is the name of the ghost that's allegedly – allegedly? Allegedly <laughs> haunting the – that's mommy's coke. <laughs> Allegedly haunting the store. Um, He told her he was a preacher and ranch hand in the 1880s on what was then the Murphy family farm. Oh, my God. Yeah. He spoke with a mild Swedish accent, and his first name was John Jan Johan, said Sylvia. Okay. 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 Um, And apparently, oh, when everybody was in the seance, anytime there was, like, answering happening, they heard, like, a buzzing noise. There were like 10 – it said 10 to 16 people – or 10 of 16 people heard heard the buzzing. Okay, great. Right. I was like, you can't count between 10 or 16. You're just guessing. <laughs> You're like, well, there Somewhere was a guy standing there, but then somebody wasn't standing there. We didn't there, know so who was the ghost. Can everyone just yeah. stay still and raise your hand, please? Um, so uh, uh, Sylvia Brown said that the ghost told her he had been in love with Murphy's daughter, Elizabeth who then ran off with an East Coast lawyer. Mm, And old news clippings, by the way, because this guy existed. So who knows? She could have looked it up. I don't know. Uh, This is when I get a little... uh, But there's old news clippings. There was a guy named Johnson who accidentally hacked his leg with an axe and bled to death um, while he was chopping trees. So there really was a guy... Um, oh, he was like a ranch hand around there that died. And died. Mm-hmm. I would think that if you ever heard, you know how sometimes with um, ghosts you can hear them walking, like you yeah. hear footsteps. I wonder if there would be like a like a limp or just the sound of one. Oh, you th- you that like would you be amazing. Oh, okay. I know because no, he's missing a leg. He's missing his leg. Yeah, or I guess it. You know, or like back at least then, it hurts. Like, oh no, he uh, he died of it, huh? Yeah, he bled to yeah. death. So. Ooh. 
I was like, maybe then he had like a wooden leg, and but no, he never got that opportunity. He didn't get he that died. far, but he died. It'd still be pretty good. You'd still limp, you know. So if you died that way. So he. Um, oh, so uh, remember O'Brien, our friend O'Brien yeah. from earlier, who yeah. doesn't believe in ghosts. Oh boy. Well, one time O'Brien saw Johnson, the ghost. O'Brien, you. Oh, is it O'Brien? It's O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah. O'Brien. You. You got to shift goes, your beliefs a little bit, He said bit, buddy. he saw a young man in his 20s or 30s wearing <laughs> knickers, which I think he just means like old-timey pants. Yeah. Um, a Und- white long-sleeve work undies. shirt. Uh, yeah, some undies. <laughs> just a pair of undies. He was Winnie the Pooh in it. Uh, just, <laughs> just a red bottoms, crop yeah. top. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also one time uh, heard the sound of galloping horses. Oh, God. Johan used to exercise the horses, they say. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it was one of his jobs as a ranch hand was that he would exercise the horses. Holy shit. So, uh, yeah, and it says now apparently he gets ex- his exercise playing with the staff. <laughs> oh, boo. Uh-huh. There Bad were, corny writing. There was the time when men were waxing the floor, for instance, and a teddy bear. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? What is that? Um, a teddy bear kept appearing in each aisle as they moved the equipment through the store. I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? I moved this part to the end because it was the scariest and I wanted to end with it. Um, oh my god! Yeah. You, so they were like these these like dudes like, like don't work there. We're just like wax and the st-. you know they're right. like we're, they're just we're the hired. Co- yeah. yeah, we're contractors, yeah. and they're just like, can you imagine going around and like, the teddy bears just there? And they probably think it's like there's the same uh, like multiple teddy bears in every aisle, yeah. right? But then they're like, no, no, no. it's oh, just no, like sitting it's there. The same one. So oh, that's not cool. Yeah. So that's that. I I also I read another article that kind of went really deep into the Murphy family. Was apparently like a really prominent family oh. out here um, in the pioneer times. Cool. Um, yeah. One of their like grandmothers or something had the distinction of being the first baby born in California or. Excuse me. The first white pioneer baby born in California. <laughs> there were other humans here for a really long time. You know. Right. Once we whiteies really like to claim those we- firsts that many, many other people have done before. So. <laughs> Sad. But true. Yeah. So that's the uh, oh my God. haunted. And so I, no one knows like what they're going to do with that retail space. If another, if they're going to knock it down, if there's going to be another store that goes in there. But it's like, it's legit wow. famous. Apparently they have to have security at night because like people will go there with Ouija boards and oh, try to I'm contact sure. the ghost. So I wonder if it was, it, if it was anything prior to Toys R Us in 1970 or if it was just land. Oh yeah. I didn't because see. Because I'm see. sure this guy is just stuck there. It's a res- that residual hunting. Uh-huh. So it's not, no matter what is built there, that's that ghost will still be there. Yeah, absolutely. He'll still be there. Like, And so he just was like, well, they built a toy store. I guess I'll play with the toys. Yeah. But like whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to still be there and haunting yeah. it. That's so crazy. I never heard of this. I it didn't had even never, come up in my Googling. Like, I had never heard of it either. I love so I was really that. Oh, I'm so glad you hadn't heard of oh it. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I wish it was closer. I'd want to go so I know, right? badly. So badly. Amazing. Yeah. Um. That what? looks like an old pioneer person hat, doesn't yeah, it? Like, think, like a like a Revolutionary War hat. I hanging think it up there? is, and I'm not going to lie to you. I think we might have mentioned it before. We ha- was it last week? No, because I was not coherent last no. week. Well, you know what? Maybe it was when Dave Snook was here, and it might have oh. been before we were recording. I just now noticed yeah. it. I mean, I guess I've noticed it before, but yeah. like I said, 
alcohol-related dementia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I did my research on Annabelle. Yay! You know I don't watch scary movies. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch the trailer, and I stopped one minute in. It was a two-minute trailer, and I turned it off. <laughs> Good for you. Halfway. I got halfway. I got halfway. And I think I've mentioned this before, but um, uh, I never didn't know anything about Annabelle. I didn't know anything about the movie. And when they were doing the sequel, there was a L.A. casting notice for a puppeteer mm-hmm. to puppeteer Annabelle the doll. And I didn't know a thing about it. So I applied because I'm a puppeteer. And I was like, this would be so cool. This looks like pretty big budget. It's the sequel to something. And could you fucking imagine if I was puppeteering Annabelle? I mean. I mean, I would die of anxiety before we even began. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no. you did all that research on the Haunted Conjuring set. Yeah. The other time, so thank goodness you weren't there. Thank goodness. Uh, so yeah, before you apply for something, find out what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they didn't even call There me, should but... be a filter on LA Casting where you can yeah. choose non-haunted sets. Yeah. Yeah. No horror stuff. Thank please. you. Oh, thank you. Uh, so... Do you know anything about the story? Did you see the movie? I did see the movie. So the movie, from what I saw in the 60 seconds that I got through on mm-hmm. the trailer, um, very far off from like the real story. Yeah. I never knew the real story ever. I didn't even know what Annabelle the doll looked like. So Annabelle um, was purchased in 1970, <gasps> the year that Toys R Us opened. Oh, my God. What if oh it my came God. from, from the Toys, Toys R Us? Oh, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, unfortunately, I don't know what town she this took place in. This is weird. I but feel like it's in the Northeast, though. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the Warrens were in yeah. the Northeast, so I'm sure it was. So in 1970, a mother purchased an antique Raggedy Ann doll from a hobby store and gave it to her da- daughter, Donna. Donna was about to graduate from college, and she lived with her friend, Angie. They found the doll adorable, and it lived on Donna's bed. Um, so yeah, she's just a giant Raggedy Ann doll. Mm-hmm. I never knew. I did know that it was a Raggedy Ann doll because um, uh, my grandma was obsessed with Raggedy Ann and oh. Andy, and she would dress up as Raggedy Ann for for Halloween like almost that every is year. So cute! Yeah. This doll, like you can see pictures of actual Annabelle. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look evil. Nope. She doesn't have that glass face. Like she doesn't look like a doll in the movie. Yeah, she's they really, really cute. God, they sex everything up for Hollywood. They really do. It's just dis- it's disgusting. They were like, lose some weight, Raggedy Ann. <laughs> uh, we're fix bringing her hair. We're bringing in a Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> they basically yeah. did. Um, can we get wardrobe over here? <laughs> God, stay away from crafty Annabelle. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so, um, within days, both Donna and Angie noticed that there appeared to be something very strange and creepy about the doll. The doll mysteriously seemed to move about the house, relatively small movements at first, such as just changing positions. Mm -hmm. Um, but as time passed, the movement became really noticeable. Um, Donna Donna and Angie would come home to find the doll in a completely different room, just like that teddy bear in the aisles. (laughs) Sometimes the doll would be found with legs crossed, arms folded. Other times it it would be found upright, standing on its feet. Shut the fuck up. I know. Could now, you fucking imagine? Now I throw I, it out the window. Oh, God. I got the chills that time. That's a Raggedy Ann. I mean, it's in the name. It's Raggedy. It don't stand. It's a floppy thing. Yeah. And this thing was big. Yeah. She's a big Raggedy yeah. Ann doll. Yeah. So several times. <laughs> I know. It 
gets I worse. Like, I have a picture of it in it my head now. Worse. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. Okay, I'm okay, squirming. Okay, I'm squirming. Okay, okay. We got um, this. Hold on. Okay. It gets so much worse. Get this Coke in me. Drink that mommy's okay, Coke. Drink mommy's Coke. Mm-hmm. Um, so several times Donna left the doll on the couch before leaving for work and then would return to find the doll back in her room on her bed with the bedroom door closed. <laughs> I okay. hope you emptied okay. your bladder oh because gosh. shit is going to make you have to tinkle. Okay. 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 So about a month into their experiences, Donna and Angie began to find messages written on parchment paper that read, help us and help Lou, L-O-U. The handwriting was as if it was written by a small child. Even creepier, Tammy, the girls did not keep parchment paper in the apartment. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I knew nothing about this story. And I was like, it just is so fucking scary. Okay. Okay. I bet they don't touch this on the in the movie. Like, uh, this is not. I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing it. I remember, like, I just like Vera Farmiga. I'd watch her do anything. I love her so, so much. Yeah, in the movie, it seemed like it and, was like a pregnant woman and her husband move into a new house. And he gives her a doll as a as like a push present or something and it's like haunted and terrifies them or something it's uh, nothing like this i don't it's nothing remember. like this oh my god okay all right okay okay there's more uh, yeah. one night okay. donna felt overcome with fear and she like suddenly out of nowhere so she felt compelled to just inspect the doll she saw what looked like blood droplets on the back of the doll's hands and on its chest <laughs> then seemingly from nowhere a liquidy red substance just started appearing like out of thin air on the doll. So scared and desperate, <laughs> Donna and Angie, they, now they get scared. Like they weren't scared before, yeah. but now they're scared. They decide it was time to seek some expert advice and they contacted a medium because Ugh. they were like, some, some fucking weird shit. My doll's shit got is stigma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this normal? <laughs> um, so the medium comes in. <laughs> what if that really was like the original selling point of Raggedy Ann? Bleeds real blood. Just like Christ. <laughs> uh, now you see it. Now you know. Uh, <laughs> She's martyred. <laughs> so the uh, the medium comes in and she she channels as well. And she uh, she said that the doll was possessed by the spirit of Annabelle Higgins. Annabelle was a young girl that resided on the property before the apartments were built. They were, quote, happy times. She was a young girl of only seven years old when her lifeless body was found in the field upon which the apartment complex now stands. Love those happy times. Ah, such good times. <laughs> good times. Good Up times. until age six. And then Dead. things went pretty downhill. Oh, my God. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So, so the spirit of Annabelle related to the medium that she felt comfort with Donna and Angie. And she wanted to stay with them and be loved. I mean, kids love hanging out with older kids. They love it. Yeah. They just want to be part of it. But mm-hmm. what's with the blood? And yeah. And so feeling compassion for Annabelle and her story, Donna gave her permission to inhabit the doll and stay with them. They lived together happily ever after. Just kidding. Yes. I was about to like, I was like, what a dumb move. And then. So Donna was like, you know what? That's so sad. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to stay and be a part of this family, and you can you can possess my doll. Um, what do so, you think Dave Snook would have to say about that? I'd fucking burn it. <laughs> I'd fucking burn it. I'd throw it out the window. I do agree. I'd throw it out the window. D- classic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> WWDSS. What would Dave Snook yeah. say? Yeah. Uh, so things got 
worse. Let's talk about Lou from the parchment paper. Oh, yeah, Lou. The message that said, save Lou. So Lou was a friend of Donna and Angie's. He never liked the doll. He thought it was evil. He got bad vibes off of it. And he's tried to convince them to get rid of it, but they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, So one night, Lou was sleeping over because they were about to go on a road trip together. Oh, Oh, yeah, I know. I I could make it sexier. I mean, it was probably already sexy. It was the 70s. I know. I mean, I could make this the Hollywood version. I mean, Free love, baby. Okay, great. Uh, so they were in the middle of a threesome with uh-huh. the doll. No. Great. Uh, so Lou was uh, sleeping over. Uh, I'm imagining it was the couch. Who knows? Um, so he was sleeping and he woke up from a bad dream and he had sleep paralysis. He mm. couldn't move. So looking down towards his feet, he sees no. the doll. No. Annabelle. No. She began to slow. Oh, actually, this is, this could be sexy for you. Oh, she began to slowly glide up his leg. Oh, okay. moved over his chest, and then st- mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and, and then, then stopped. Oh, within Tease. seconds, the doll was strangling him. Oh, now I'm turned on. Yeah, yeah. he was. Like, he <laughs> was <did>. like, yes, <laughs> yes, harder. Donna and Angie were like, the fuck, Lou, <laughs> stop it. Uh, so- like, Don't kink shame me. <laughs> I'm into being choked out by dolls. Raggedy Ann, you sexy beast. Uh, Within seconds, she was strangling him. So uh, he was gasping for breath. And at the point of asphyxiation, he blacked out. Oh, man. Typical, right? That's that's the goal. It's like, Uh I want to pass out right before I die. Edging, right? Isn't that what they call it? Yes. Mm Yes. Edging. Yep. Um, So when he woke up uh, the next morning, the girls, uh, he told the girls what happened. And they were like, it was just a bad dream. But he knew it was a dream come true. Yeah. Uh, He was horrified. Uh, Sorry, Lou. They were like, Lou, you perv. It was a bad dream. Uh, Quit fucking our dog. Please wash our cushions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they were now preparing for their road trip um, uh, the next day. So Lou and Angie were reading over the maps alone in the apartment. Suddenly, rustling sounds were coming from Donna's room. And they got a little worried because they were the only two people in the house and they thought maybe an intruder was going through her stuff. So Lou quietly snuck in and made his way to the bedroom door to possibly pounce on an intruder. He waited for the noises to stop. He entered the room and turned on the light. The room was empty except for Annabelle who was tossed on the floor in the corner. Weird. So Lou uh, searched the room for forced entry, but nothing was out of place. As he got close to the doll, he got the distinct impression that somebody was behind him. He turned. No one was there. Suddenly, he clutched his chest and doubled over because he was in the worst pain. He was screaming. Angie came in. He was cut and bleeding on his chest. What? It was four – I'm sorry, seven distinct claw claw. – Claw. There's my New York. Yeah. Uh, seven distinct claw marks. Three were vertical. Four were horizontal. <gasps> and they were all hot as if they were burns. Oh. The scratches healed almost immediately. Half of them were gone the next day, and they were fully gone by day two. Oh, no Neosporin? No, no oh. Neosporin, no peroxide, just good old-fashioned, you Man. know, devil's work, just saying who's boss, you know? Lou had a couple of days, didn't he? Lou was so confused. He was like, I have to go, you know, reclaim my manhood. I got choked out by a doll last night. I'm going to go get this intruder. And he gets Ooh, cut. Yep. Yep. He's like, forget it. I'm just You know what? I'm you ladies, go, go on your road trip on your own. <laughs> I'm good for nothing. Yeah. 
and shit was getting pretty real. She headed out for Lou. Uh, Donna was like, okay, I guess this is more serious than we thought. I'm going to call a priest. Mm -hmm. The priest was like, oh, H-E double hockey sticks, no. (laughs) We're calling the Warrens. Yes. Yes. Enter our heroes, Ed and the Rain Warren. Mm. Uh, if you don't know them, listen to episode now you know eleven. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Uh, if listen to episode eleven where we did cursed movie sets, uh-huh. we went into the Warrens quite a bit. So we ain't got time for that now. So Ed and Lorraine concluded that the doll itself was not being possessed but manipulated by an inhuman presence. Mm. So I had to do a little bit of research on what's an inhuman. What is that? Yeah. So spirits, I come to find, do not possess inanimate objects like houses or toys. They possess people. Oh. An inhuman spirit can attach itself to a place or an object, and that is what occurred in the Annabelle case. The spirit manipulated the doll and created the illusion of it being alive in order to get recognition. The spirit was not looking to stay attached to the doll. It was looking to possess a human host. So it turns out there's a whole process of possession. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just happen overnight. And I think even when we did that Haunted Pets episode, like the possession of that girl, Mm -hmm. it seemed like Cassie. Mm -hmm. It was a very slow, slow Mm -hmm. buildup. It messes with their psyche. They they get – their weakest moment and then they inhabit the human mm-hmm. being host yeah. so so that's what this spirit was trying to do so I was like side note what's an inhuman spirit so they're not spirits of someone who have passed away they were never human at all they're referred to by some as evil spirits or demons and the goal of negative inhuman spirits appears to be to break the will of an individual in order to possess them they manifest in semi-human form like half man and half beast. Um, you might smell a horrific stench uh, if you're haunted by an inhuman spirit. Um, angry growls emanating from walls. Um, I think you just described like half the people on Tinder. <laughs> Do they smell? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> As the construction gets really it intense really, next I got door. Real scared. Oh, I that was like really that. creepy. Hello? Can you guys hear that? It sounds so spooky. It sounds so, it sounds spooky. so spooky. It's really up Holy in the game shit. in here. Oh, God. Um, so this, the inhuman spirits can uh, – they have great power. They can hurl people and heavy objects across rooms and have even been reported to cause occupants of the home to levitate. <gasps> so, so, yeah. So this evil entity – was trying to be like, look at me, look at me, I'm getting your attention. Make them break down and go crazy, mm-hmm. and then enter into one of them. Yeah. So this they demon can't just like have the people on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Tinder sounds interesting. <laughs> Should have a ghost Tinder. Yeah, right. Hey, looking for like a really cool plate pad to yeah. crash and like haunt for a few days just, while I'm in between. Yeah, uh, just low commitment. <laughs> just looking to kind of possess and go. You know. Just got out of a, just got out of a bad thing, so I'm not really looking for anything long term. Little know? light choking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love sleep paralysis? <laughs> Poor Lou's just uh. like swipe, swipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So uh, so 
So, okay, so this demon was essentially in an infestation stage. It was using the doll to invoke attention um, and then fear from Donna, Angie, and Lou. It tricked the medium by communicating as an innocent child Mm. and got Donna to literally give it permission to stay and haunt the apartment. So that also reminds me of the Dave Snook episode because when he was educating us on that Ouija board shit because, like, he had an experience where a fake – you know, uh, an mm-hmm. evil entity pretended to be the girl's grandma mm-hmm. and give these messages. It was not grandma. Yeah. So that's what the spirit did. It pretended to be little Annabelle. There was no little Annabelle. Rude. Just to get the girls to have sympathy uh-huh. and let it stay. So um, uh, the next stage of the infestation phenomenon would have been complete human possession. Had these experiences lasted lasted another two to three weeks, the spirit would have completely possessed, if not harmed or killed, one or all of the occupants of the house. So they called the Warrens in right on time. Yeah. So uh, the Warrens had the apartment exercised by a priest. They took the rag doll home with them. On the way home, with the doll in the back seat of the Warrens' car, the power steering and brakes (sighs) failed. And at at every single turn. And... uh, Ed and Lorraine purposely didn't take the highway because they had a feeling that they weren't that that there might mm-hmm. still be some evil lurking in this doll. So they're like, we're gonna avoid a fatal accident. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take the side roads. Yeah, thank God they did because mm-hmm. um, the car stalled out on every turn. The brakes and the steering went out. So Ed threw holy water on the doll from the front seat. <laughs> Don't you make me pull this thing over. That's mommy's coke. <laughs> uh, after he like threw holy water all over her, the car drove safely again. Yeah, I literally see him just like turning around. Just like, Don't you make it. me stop. Name of the father, the son, the Holy Ghost. God damn it. Uh, are we there yet? <laughs> Lorraine. You should have gone before we left. <laughs> She's hungry. Um, so uh, they got the war- the Warrens arrived safely home. Ed set the doll in a chair next to his desk, and she began to levitate. I mean, it just never ended. Nope. During the ensuing weeks, it began showing up in various rooms of the house. When the Warrens were away and had the doll locked up in one of the outer office buildings, they would often return to find it sitting comfortably upstairs in Ed's easy chair. Oh. So um, Angie, Donna, and Lou were all fine. The apartment was cleared. They were good, but so it stuck with the. the doll. The Warrens had a special case built for Annabelle inside their occult museum, which is there today Mm -hmm. with a sign that says, warning, positively do not open. And I've uh, seen a picture of that. I've seen that picture too and didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So since the case was built, Annabelle no longer appears to move or levitate, but she is thought to curse anyone who mocks her or bangs on the case. There has been several um, incidents of even a man dying in like a crash on the way home after he like kind of yelled at like, her. Tapped like tapped on the glass? Yeah, he stuff? like banged oh. on the glass and he's like, if you're real, then scratch me right now. Huh, I wonder if it was Zach Bagans Man. from, from yeah. Ghost Adventures. <laughs> yeah. Did you just scratch me? Uh, Ed warns, you do not challenge evil that no man is more powerful than Satan. And that's my friend's is the story of Annabelle. Yay! Yay! That was so scary. Oh my god, I didn't I'm like so scary. it. I didn't like it. I, know. I like this drink. I don't like um, it. It was so scary. Um, okay. Well, like dolls are scary. Uh-huh. But it's always the ones with like the the antique looking ones with the glass faces yeah. and the 
Um, did you look? Did you come across the story of Robert the doll in I your did. research? So that's a really famous one. He's mm-hmm. in Key West, and yeah. I almost did him. I've um, they actually did a Ghost Adventures episode on on him. I'm glad you did this though, because it is kind so of like it's kind of famous, but it's also just so like. It's super famous, yeah. but I actually never knew the details. Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know half of that stuff. So. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, well, okay. So we don't have enough ghosts and personal. So I, I said, all right, I'll stop making Amy and I'll do one of mine. So <laughs> this one, this is a little, um, uh, it's, this is a little off the, the, you know, path, but it goes really well with our theme is why I decided to do it. I'm go- I'm gonna talk about the 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 uh, multiplying ghost. Oh my god! Yeah, yes. I've I've talked to you about it just a little bit. But, yes, um, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. No, no. So this is a little, you know, a little less. There was somebody standing at the end of the hall and whatnot. But um, for many many years, uh, specifically in this the house that I was kind of born in um, uh, and grew up in uh, until I was like ten. Uh, we had uh, things would multiply in the house, specifically my stuff, and specifically like like toys, like toys and stuff. Oh my God. Um, so like you know that it seems pretty innocuous, like oh you just bought one more, you know. But it was stuff like, for example, um, I had this um, Beauty and the Beast book, um, you know, like fr- from when the movie came out, and you know you. Yeah. You know, a big picture book. Yeah, know? yeah. And uh, um, I had like a little nightstand with a section underneath where you could store books. And so I would pick which book I wanted to read before I went to sleep, you know, read it and then put it back down there. And uh, one day I had picked up the Beauty and the Beast book and I feel like maybe my mom came in and was like, do you want to read Beauty and the Beast? And I was like, yeah. And she went and picked it up and it there we had two of them. What? Yeah. And so like that – is super weird because there weren't it wasn't like there was a whole bookshelf of books you know there's probably like 15 books down there yeah and then all of a sudden there were two of them oh which my was God. very strange um also your mom would know if she bought you, yeah exactly you know, like exactly yeah. um i had there was a little like a mcdonald's toy uh, my grandma was obsessed with mcdonald's toys and so she like collected them from the happy, oh meals. happy meals yeah um and there was this mcdonald's toy and it was like a transforming it was like an egg that transformed into something else and i don't even remember what it transformed into because i was pretty young like i was probably like four or five i, I bet i had one too uh-huh and i uh Went and I remember I put it in a drawer because we were like cleaning up. We had all these, you know, I had all these like Rubbermaid drawers, you know, keep things organized. Mm-hmm. And I put it in the drawer and I went back into the closet and I was like, I just put this in the drawer. And I went and I put it, go to put it in the drawer and there was the second one there. Okay. That is insane. Yeah. It's never happened to me before, but I've heard of this. So like then it's a real thing. The weirdest one was I had these pajamas that my great grandma, she hadn't made, I don't think she, she hadn't made them. She had gotten them for me though. And I think she got them at a garage sale even. So it was like – One of a kind. Yeah, like very specific. Right. And it had like a um, – it had a print on it. And I almost want to say it was a Beauty and the Beast print. You loved Beauty and I the Beast. I did love Beauty and the Beast. But <laughs> it was something like that. like some, Or maybe Winnie the Pooh or something like that. Uh-huh. It had like a big print and it was like a like a nightshirt. I remember you know? those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they were so flammable. I'm glad we don't oh, let kids sleep in those anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. If there's like <laughs> lower than 70% humidity, yeah, you the, best you'll just be – Catch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> just burn and kids left. be right in your womb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so I had one of those, and then I was digging through the door, drawer one day, and there were two of them. No! And what was weird was the print was a little more zoomed in on one of them. Like it was like off-center, but it had the same tag, too. Oh, like it had this really specific tag. This is crazy. And I just – like it was the weirdest freaking thing. Um, that things would just double. And I guess it was only in my That's room, so too. so interesting. So no one else in the house experienced doubling. No. And it was just you. I mean, I'll ask. I'm going to see my family this weekend. I, I don't – I'm going to ask if anybody else had any of that stuff happen to them. Yeah. So, you know, that, that happened uh, – those are the three times I remember specifically. But I remember talking about it a lot like it just happened all the time. Oh, my Like God. the doubling ghost. So I don't remember it happening in any of the other houses we lived in. Interesting. But when I moved out here – <laughs> uh, Scarlett has this toy um, that's like a long string on a stick. Yeah. It's a cat charmer. Oh, yeah. There's three of them now. Three? Mm-hmm. What? See, now and now you're like, you're the one making the purchases. It no, is. Like- it is po- I, I will say this. It is possible that the second one did come from when my family moved all my stuff out here. Okay. But. But the third one? Yeah. And, and. They're like different kinds of string. The two, the the two of them are different kinds of string, but like one of them's the same as the one that's been Scarlet's for like ten years. What? Yeah, like oh it's like God. old and it's got knots in places. You know, you know, oh. cats play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my! So God. there's three of them now. What? I think the second one I maybe had bought, but or, or came from right. All that like stuff. you had already but, had it. But that third one, no, that third one showed up. I've lived there for a little over a year now, and just literally one day I was picking stuff up and I went. Oh, <laughs> you're back. Oh, you again, huh? Dude. We had something. There was another – crap, I should have written it down. Look, I've been doing a lot of drinking this past year. And uh, I, I know it happened another time. And I went, oh, crap. And then I forgot what it was. I remember you texting me. Because I texted me. you about yes, something, didn't And I? you're like, the duplicating ghost is back. Yeah. What was it? Was it the cat toy? No, you, something It was something else. else. I think it's when you moved into your current place. Yeah. And – that's so interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating. I've never experienced that before. I'm going to try. I'll try to like. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. I'll try to keep a. I'll try to keep better notes. Um, or not would, drink so much. Could you please. <laughs> but the thing I is like our brand things. is yeah. drinking. And so like what are you going to do? You know? I mean. What I do, are you going to do? I, I got to do it at home just to keep up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I need to drink more outside of this podcast so that, like, I can, like... So you're not affected so greatly when... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen back to that. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. I didn't know we were allowed to cut stupid stuff we said out of the podcast or else I would have done it a long time ago. <laughs> I always give you permission. This is what I admire about you, though, because every time I'm like, do you want me to edit that out? You're like, no. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And like it was very stupid. Yeah. But keep it. You're like, no, keep it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just gonna take 20 minutes of all the things I set out <laughs> and Frankenstein it together. So I sound very intelligent and coherent, but it still failed. I re-listened to it. I was like, no, no. <laughs> well, it's bad. You know, it's I, bad. I took a long nap after that one. Yeah, I did too. I, yeah. went, I immediately went to sleep. Yeah, I was me like too. for a long time. Oof, oof. It was an oofer. It was an oofer. Uh, Tammy, that's crazy. So I know you're going home this weekend, mm-hmm. and you're gonna uh, talk to your family too yeah, and see if they have any try to get some stories. Because it's amazing if when you ask, like, what comes out of it. Because mm-hmm. who asked their family recently, and they wound? Oh, it was Jonathan, yeah. our guest. Yeah. Like, 
who was like, I don't know, they don't really talk about it. And then wound up having to have a whole hour to himself mm-hmm. on our podcast yeah. because he had so much to share. Mm-hmm. So I think I recommend everyone go home. Ask about ghosts. Yeah. You never know. You might have an O'Brien in your family who's like, I don't believe in ghosts. It's Except just that I've for the seen one and heard it call my name and cold breezes. But, you know, I don't believe I in don't ghosts. I don't believe. <laughs> it was definitely there. Yeah. Uh, we just so happen to have 20 of the same teddy bears uh-huh. that like like to yeah. like situate themselves in the middle of the aisle during Ooh. waxing nights. <laughs> Trying really, really hard not to make a Harry Potter reference right now. What's the reference? Oh, well. I won't okay, get there's it. A, there's a spell. It's a Gemini spell. Um and you put it um, on an object that you don't want to be stolen. And when somebody touches it, it multiplies. But then all the copies are, are worthless. It's in um, uh, one of the vaults at Gringotts. That's pretty cool. Yep. I like it. Yeah. That's neat. Maybe there's a Gemini uh, enchantment on some of my items. Mm, which maybe. I just put that together because Gemini's the twin. Oh, my God. God, she's such a good writer. So good. She's so good. She's such a good writer. Check it. Um, guys, yeah. we need up goes and personal stories from you. I like Amy always sh- scolds everyone and I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I have had enough. I'm into angry Amy and uh doll choking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learning so much about Tammy uh-huh. in this podcast. So much. Uh if you have stories about anything, it could be your own multiplying stories or we've had people who have ghosts have mimicked other mm-hmm. voices and oh my god, speaking of, did you hear that on my favorite murder? Shout out. Uh-huh. Not that they need it. Um uh-huh. the um uh, hometown, you know, they tell take ghost stories. Uh-huh. So Oh, Oh, yes. Oh my God. Yes. The mimicking, yes. another mimicking yes. ghost. Oh my God. So, you know, like the, the ghost hunt that we did, we investigated. There was a ghost that was, was speaking as if he was the children's father mm-hmm. and he sounded just like them and it was confusing everyone. Yeah. So, this one story, yeah. he was like, I was visiting my aunt in England or something uh-huh. and I was in the living room and from the kitchen I heard her go, Honey, dinner's ready. And then from upstairs, my aunt goes, do not go in there. I heard it too. I am covered in oh, chills. I have so many chills right now. I'm just like covered. Uh, no, I heard that. I was actually – I was in my apartment. I heard that and I like started crying. I was like, that's so sca- – that's too scary. All of my hair is like – I feel like I stuck my finger in an electric socket. Can you even imagine? Don't no. go in there. I, I heard, heard it, it too. too. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And then what do you do? Just sit there like, like well, I guess we're not eating dinner tonight. <laughs> I'll just die because that's my only option right now. <gasps> it's fascinating. I want to hear people's stories of if they ever had like a mimicking ghost who, who sounded like yeah. someone who yeah. wasn't really there. Like that's so creepy to me. Yeah. Um, so please email us at upghostandpersonal <laughs> at gmail.com. She's rolling her eyes at all of you. I am so rolling my eyes right now, but we appreciate everyone who has contributed. Yeah. But Oh, um, I would like to specifically shout out because I don't know who this is. We have a lot of listeners in Toronto. We do? Yeah, we have a lot of t- listeners in Toronto. I just would like to specifically do some outreach. Oh. We would love to hear some Canadian ghost stories. I would. The, we only did one so far about that barracks for oh, the war, yeah. for war, mm-hmm. the war, whatever. Of yeah. 1812. Yes. That we had to learn what it was. <laughs> war of 1812. There Thanks. was a lot of rum, actually, Public at that war. education. Yes. Thank yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Let's hear some ghost stories in Canada. I uh-huh. would love that. I speak super. un petit peu of French. Uh, so. Moi aussi. We uh, could, s'il vous plaît. We would take some something from a Québécois, mm. Québécoise. 
Montreal, Vancouver. Uh -huh. uh, It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure. See, I do like Beauty and the Beast. Uh, oh, yeah. B. Uh, uh, or how about Little Mermaid? Les poissons. Les poissons. How I love les poissons. Anyway, guys, don't make us sing. Don't make us beg. Please, just email just, us some of your ghost stories. Up, ghost and, and personal, personal at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And what else do we have for them? And remember, if you see a ghost, uh, see if it's into some kinky shit. Uh -huh. You might have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's so many. There's so many in this one, though. Uh, Tammy, if you see a ghost, don't make me turn this car around. I will. I swear to God, you kids. I will throw holy water I will on throw you. Throw the holy water on you, mommy. Can I have a sip of your coke? No, that's mommy's coke. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Rum and coke is such a mom drink too. It is. That's what my mom would always order. Yeah. She's like, I have a Captain and Coke. Uh -huh. It was such like a South Florida mom. <laughs> 